play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And Chris was sick this week, so unfortunately Chris will not be joining me for episode 86. This is episode 86. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I wasn't able to get a fill-in, so it is just me, but I tried to make some picks that Chris would appreciate, kind of go along with Chris's theme, so wish Chris better. Hopefully he is better, and we'll be recording uh, end of this week, our best of 2018 episode. That's our special edition coming up next. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to hearing. So we're keeping each other kind of in the dark. So it'll be a surprise for us on uh, whose picks are what. Uh, first up, I want to go over some new stuff. So the new stuff that's coming out, some new and upcoming albums. Squid Hat Records put out Fresh Ink Volume 8, a compilation on February 3rd. Uh, Junto put out Morior Invictus, February 4th. LA Needs a Riot, Bands from Los Angeles Undergrounds, 45 Total Bands. It's a compilation. Came out February 5th. La Fury du Boxon came out with Sur et Sang. Came out February 5th. As December Falls came out with self-titled full-length As December Falls on February 8th. Blow Fuse came out with Daily Ritual on February 8th. Kicker with Pure Drivel February 8th. Year of the Knife with Ultimate Aggression on February 8th. Nevium came out with Up in the Air on February 10th. Yet another compilation. We did the compilation special edition not too long ago. It was in January, talking about all the great compilations. And there's another one. Tons of great compilations coming out uh, this year so far. This one's from United Riot Records. It's 211 Boot Boys compilation. That came out February 11th. Dr. Ghost with Criminalized Survival. Yesterday, February 12th. Today, Just Friends with Nothing But Love. That's February 13th. Mill and Colin on Friday this week, the 15th, with SOS, Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, coming out with All Are Welcome on February 15th, High Treason with Animus Nocinda. It's coming out February 15th. Go follow them on social media. They're giving that out digitally free. Old Firm Casuals with Holger Donsky. That's coming out digital on February 15th. And you can get the vinyl CD copies on March 15th. Uh, we've been listening to it. We're going to play a track from it on this episode. It's awesome. Worth it. It's definitely going to be on my top albums for 2019. Be Like Max, Save Us All on February 17th. Brick by Brick with Hive Mentality on February 22nd. Chin Up Kid with the Chin Up Kid Part 2 single on February 22nd. And Burnt Tapes with Never Better also on February 22nd. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Let us know what we miss. Uh, again, that's what we do here. We try to bring out everything that we find. You know, we're making the global scene local. And the local scene global. That's what we're trying to do for everybody. We love coming across new music. Obviously, we were missing stuff. Let us know what it is. I'm going to jump into some new tracks. First new tracks that we're going to go across, uh, over are Speaker and Pew Pew Pew. Uh, we're getting caught up with uh, the Wall of Sound. So Wall of Sound, uh, share some tracks with us. There's a couple that come across that I liked. I think uh, some are in the vein of what Chris might pick. And first up, we're going to go with the band from Liverpool. 
The band's name is Speaker, S-P-Q-R. It's a single, Our Mother's Sons. It's coming out everywhere digitally on Friday, February 15th. Pretty cool track, man. Speaker is a self-proclaimed art rock band. I think they've got a great punk sound, uh, definitely like experimental punk. Uh, it's very cool. Again, they're from Liverpool. This is coming out this Friday, February 15th. down for a bit and you think the song might end and then we pick it back up. They notice that this is off of an upcoming album or they're just releasing the single, but you can get the single out. Uh, by the time you hear this, it may be tomorrow. So the 15th, look for it. Uh, again, from Wallace Sound, uh, another one wanted to catch up with. This is Pew Pew Pew. Saw these guys come through Salt Lake about two years ago. Uh, P-K-E-W times three. And we were told it's Pew Pew Pew. <laughs> Uh, came with a uh, real big fish, an anti-flag, uh, ballyhoo maybe. Cool band. They're from Toronto, Ontario. This was released uh, early, the single, on January 25th. But they have an album coming out, Optimal Lifestyles, and that's on March 1st. This track is called I Don't Matter at All. Yeah. 
know, I like this song. It's uh, more of a pop punk than I normally pick, but I do like pop punk, so I like all genres of punk, and I've heard pew, 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 I like saying it that way, uh, previously, but uh, this track is cool. I haven't really listened to him a ton before, and so Wallace Sound, thanks for sharing it out to us. I'm glad we could share it out. I hope you enjoyed it. Look for those, uh, look for the single should be out now. But you'll be able to get the album Optimal Lifestyles on March 1st. Go check it out. Next up, we are going to play some old firm. New album, Olgerdanski. Something in Danish. It's a, it's a name of a person, but I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's awesome. Digital version coming up Friday. Uh, this is Motherland. They've already got a video out for this. We're going to be playing more and talking more about this album. Love it. Looking forward. I'm going to be pre-ordering my vinyl as soon as the pre-orders are up at Pirate's Press. But you can go to Demons Run Amuck as well. such a great band we're looking forward to anytime we can play them anytime we can talk about them anytime we can see them Chris and I have talked about numerous times we saw these guys open for Agnostic Front also uh, at the show was Bad Company Project and Crim definitely a highlight that show is for sure the highlight of punk rock bowling for both Chris and I uh, band's great if you don't know about them yet go check them out they've got a ton of music out Lars Fredrickson's in the band, but this band stands on their own. You know, they're not like an offshoot of Rancid. They don't need Rancid popularity to make this band stand out. So good. Casey Walton, one of my favorite bass players, man. He's so great live. I already liked him, but after I saw him live, like, holy shit, this guy's good. And he does a bunch of the vocals too. Uh, go check out this video for Motherland. I'm not Danish, but I want to go to the motherland. (laughs) 
All right, next up uh, for this particular episode. So those are some new tracks, uh, all like early releases and stuff. This is the, the track that I'm picking. So all the bands that I'm picking for the episode were from Connecticut. So there's a handful of bands from Connecticut that uh, I wanted to highlight. I've already done some, but some others came up. These guys are from New Haven, Connecticut. The band's called The Redactions, Off the Bricks. That's the track. The band's made up of former members of Drug Shock, Slip and Fall, Haste, and Youthful Offenders. This is a single. Such a good sound. Definitely looking more forward to more from the redactions. Uh, Drug Shock coming up. The Drug Shock album came out just a couple years ago, so this is newer than that, as it has a former band member from Drug Shock. Uh, Connecticut's definitely putting out some great punk. Love it. Next up, as I said, Chris was sick. He was actually in bed for a couple days earlier in the week. He didn't get his picks put in, so I tried to fill in some of his picks for him. So that's why kind of a uh, similar to how he picks his new picks. This right here, he's been into some good oi music. And this is Boots and All from Warminster over there in the UK. This album's called Fill Your Boots. And this is Boots and All with Oi Oi, what you gonna do? Fill my chest, I'm 
been playing a lot of great boy and street punk on this episode. Uh, we, we've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it in interview. Chris and I actually did an interview right before Chris got sick. That interview is coming up. We'll talk about that more here in a moment. We talk about how good chance, good oi tracks sing along right away, and this is right there, man. Oi, oi, fuck yeah. Alright Chris, that's for you. Older or lesser known great Oi track. Band is Boots and All, and they released that album Fill Your Boots on September 8th, 2017. Next up, I picked a band. They're from Eastern Connecticut. So Long Liberty. You can find a couple uh, singles out there. Not a lot yet, so I'm, I'm hoping there's more coming. Uh, got a cool ska sound to them. And, and this track right here, Safe Than Sorry. Now we're looking, looking for a reason to use it. We got the skills, we got the weapons. Now we're waiting, waiting for something to happen. Say better safe than sorry. Strokes, very cool. Uh, so long, Liberty. Great. The Northeast has a lot of really good music. I'm sure there's fantastic shows every weekend. A lot of great bands we love up there. Shout out to Step 13. They're New Hampshire, but it's close. These guys are uh, playing shows all up in there in the Northeast because it's, it's a closer proximity. Go check them out. I'm hoping to hear more from them. Been following them. Next up, this is a part of the show where we talk about bands that are on tour. A uh, band that's on tour right now is The Expendables. I'm doing two tracks. This is a quick one, so take a listen to Corporate Cafeteria. Sweet, sweet 
Sounds like our pal Charlie Brown. Uh, Charlie was on a show with us, did an episode back in, shoot, I don't know, like July or something like that. It's a cool one. Go check it out. Uh, the Expendables, that's a quick one minute, five seconds of Corporate Cafeteria. Came out on their album, uh, Prove It. Prove It came out not that long ago. I mean, 10 years, but considering the next song, it's not that long. So May 11, 2010, it was track number eight off of Prove It. I like the sound. That was my first track that I heard from the Expendables. I like that speed sound. It was cool, short, great punk music. Next up, this is more their style. The, 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 the tours that they do are, are, are more this style. It's uh, like a ska, punk, reggae, you know, more of that genre. And so what we have next is Bull for Two. And this is off of Getting Filthy. These guys are from Santa Cruz. They're out on tour. Getting Filthy came out September 8, 2004. And this track, Bull for Two, is track number seven. They're out on tour with Ballyhoo and Cashed Out. Tonight, the 13th, they're in Petaluma, California. On Thanksgiving, they're going to be, not Thanksgiving, <laughs> wrong holiday. On Valentine's Day, they're in Santa Cruz. So anybody that listens today, probably the day this is posted Thursday, and you're in Santa Cruz, you can go check out The Expendables with Ballyhoo. But they'll also be going to San Diego on the 15th, Tempe. On the 16th, Flagstaff, Arizona on the 18th, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 19th. And they're heading into Texas, going to Austin on the 21st, Dallas on the 22nd, San Antonio on the 23rd, Corpus Christi on the 24th. Take a couple days, and they'll be in Florida on the 27th. Then St. Augustine on the, the 28th, Orlando. Uh, in Florida on the 1st, Jupiter, Virginia Beach, Ashbury Park, Baltimore on the 6th, Ardmore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Grand Rapids, Lawrence, Kansas on March 12th, being Colorado Springs on the 14th of March, Denver on the 15th of March, Fort Collins, Colorado on the 16th, Pueblo on the 17th, and then they hit Salt Lake City on March 19th. Then they'll be in Las Vegas on March 20th, State Line in Nevada on March 21st, and then they'll be doing the California Roots on in Monterey. That's going to be in Monterey on May 24th, so we'll have a little gap 
but it looks like they're traveling the, the west coast and then southern U.S., looping back around, heading through Salt Lake in uh, the end of March. Let's take a quick listen to this track. But I said, I said, oh, I, I packed this bowl for two. That's the Expendables, kind of the other sound. Bull for two, not as much my style. But man, that first track, Corporate Cafeteria, is super cool. Uh, next up, we're going to do great cover-to-cover albums. Chris didn't have a pick, but guess what? We have an interview. And so we're going to be doing three great tracks from the band Death Ridge Boys. We have an interview with the singer Will coming up here after a couple tracks. But first... Off of Right Side of History, this is Don't Talk to Me. such a good sound uh you know we talk about you know finding new bands and showing them off you know letting everybody else know because these guys have been around for a while uh that release right there the uh this album right side of history was released june 16 2017 we just came across these guys uh like within the last two months maybe and will was gracious enough to take his time we're gonna do that after the next track but Holy crap, such a good band. So happy to be able to share it. So looking forward to what they're currently recording. A couple singles, it sounds like. We'll get to that in the interview. You can go to their Bandcamp page and pick up Right Side of History. 
the band is Will. We'll talk to him in a moment. Jonathan, Eric, and Andrew, you guys killing it. Such a good band from Portland, Oregon. Uh, definitely got to check these guys out. Go to their Bandcamp page. Pick this up. You're not going to regret it. Uh, that right there was track number five, Don't Talk to Me. Next up, we're going to do Get Out of the City, and that'll be track number four. And interview coming up with Will right after. So many great bands. Uh, interview coming up with Will, Death Ridge Boys. Last week, great interview with Radio Hate, another great band. Check this out. Again, get out of the city. now from the death ridge boys will will thank you for joining us on slc punkcast thank you thanks for calling me will we're really excited about uh talking about you gosh we we haven't had an opportunity to talk about uh the death ridge boys uh everything came out 2017 tell us about the beginnings of the death ridge boys 
it's actually a super, super long-term project of mine going back almost 20 years uh, to do kind of an oi-type band, and I just never tried super hard. And then me and a couple of other guys had had a hardcore band going for the past few years, and that kind of fell apart. And so I basically recruited the uh, rhythm section and told them, hey, we're going to do this uh, rock and roll oi-type band. And so that's that's kind of what we did. Singing styles between hardcore and oi is there is there a, a, is it a far reach? No, but it is pretty different. Uh, a lot of different chord. Prog- I mean, the tempos obviously are very different, but right. pretty different chord progressions. Going from like almost exclusively minor key chord progressions to almost entirely major key chord mm-hmm. progressions. It's a lot brighter music, right? <laughs> it's, it's, right. <laughs> it playing those minor chords is making everything sound like doom and gloom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what were some uh, other projects that you had worked on prior to uh, this that, uh, other than you mentioned a hardcore band, were there any other uh, punk bands that that you had done before that? Uh, yeah, that last band was called Pressing On, and then uh, I was in a band in the late 90s called Talk is Poison down in the Bay Area, and then I was in a band before that back in Tennessee where I grew up called Cop Out, and some of the guys... Uh, that were in Cop Out with me went on to be in bands like Tragedy and other bands. Very cool. What is what's a musical inspiration for you uh, as you sit down to to write music for the Death Ridge Boys? Mostly like first wave, Oi, like Blitz, The Business, Slaughter and the Dogs, and I'm also super and have been for most of my life really like uh, Slade, Susie Quattro, stuff like that. Yeah. Right on. And tell me about the, the, the musical differences uh, that, that you've had to have in order to, to move from, uh, you know, punk to going to oi. What are some of the things that you have to do musically that, that hey, we've got to keep this in mind. We have to do what to be oi? Well, obviously, the backing vocals are huge. And I've noticed a lot of newer oi bands don't even do them, which it's like, well, sh- that's not really oi if you don't have a chant in there somewhere and we also we don't play very fast uh we try to keep the tempos pretty slow so we can have a really hard rhythm going using a lot of downstrokes as much as we can to keep it slow but with as much energy as we can put in it at a slower tempo tell us about the oi scene there in portland are there other oi bands are you guys kind of leading the way on this there there's really aren't there's a couple Two or three are the only ones I'm aware of, and they're more sort of straight in the skinhead scene, which we're not super aligned with. We did we did just play a show with some, um, what was it, Red and Anarchist skinheads. Um, but, ob- I mean, obviously, it goes without saying, we steer far clear of any right-wing, uh, you know, fascist-type shit at all, you know. But uh, Portland being Portland, there are a lot of left-wing skinheads. So we have played with some of those bands so you, a little bit. you've got your niche there for sure yeah tell us about touring are uh, plans to go east at all in the near future uh no we're doing a short tour this summer with a band from holland called savage beat but we're kind of sticking to our territory up here in the northwest mostly as far as i know yeah and we're looking at savage beats album right now that just came out in a beautiful lime green dustin gorgeous right. album uh, yeah, is that? I don't know if I've heard the newest one, but they're pretty good. It's very rock and roll, but very punk too. 
Yeah. Really good good stuff. Uh, outstanding. And it, tell, tell us again, where can we see you and Savage Beat? You know, I don't know the itinerary yet, but I know we're going – I think we're going up to Seattle and some shows around the Puget Sound area. Uh, I'm not 100% sure yet. I don't know if all the shows have been booked. Right on. Very cool. And uh, hopefully get a chance to see you. And we'll convince you to come this way a little bit. Yeah, it's not that far. Just, just right? you know, fucking detour. Hey, we had to go to Boise. We might as well go to Salt Lake City. Right, right. <laughs> uh, what's? Do you have a favorite live show that uh, that you've done? Something that maybe has stood out to you as as unusual or awesome? No, not really. No, nothing outrageously different. They're all pretty similar, I'd have to say. Any bands you're looking to? play with maybe so you get to play with savage beat for us that's fucking great it'd be awesome to see both of your bands but is there somebody that you would like to play a show with hit a tour with uh well there's a there's a band from australia right now called no class that's really good yeah they are they're not really oi i don't know what you'd call them they're they're really rock and roll but very dirty dirty punk rock and roll and i think they're super good i'd love to play with them you know it's 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 interesting you know i i like the fact that you just you know hey it's rock and roll man i i think that sometimes we get into such a habit i know we do on the show of of labeling things or putting certain things or people or bands in certain boxes and genres and what have you but in the end it's 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 all rock and roll man right definitely yeah it's plug the fucker in and let's go right let's yeah. have some fun and, and and let's rip and so it's it's awesome to hear you you know kind of say hey you know in the end it's rock and roll uh and and that's definitely i think something that a lot of people maybe miss to where it becomes too you know so much about the scene that they are representing that they kind of maybe lose something they lose yeah. the ability yeah. to to do something unique or, or branch out yeah. What's a guilty pleasure for you musically? What's something that you listen to uh, maybe with regularity uh, or semi-regularity uh, that's definitely not punk oi related? I, I mean, I listen to a lot of music that's not punk and oi at all. Um, nothing embarrassing, though. I like, uh, <laughs> I like you know, like bluegrass. I like old jazz, early blues, stuff that's all sort of, to me, kind of roots music not yeah. necessarily not too punk necessarily but it's it's all very earthy uh raw kind of music i like kind of anything like that sort of early country you know 50s 60s country yeah. stuff like that yeah yeah classic country God, i love that stuff too i listen to it when i ice fish uh just yeah. it just seems to fit the mood better than fucking putting on some fucking gorilla biscuits or something while i'm out there fishing i don't know if that <laughs> totally. fucking fits yeah. yeah uh tell us about your music uh you know we, we get a good idea of kind of where you're coming from uh as far as the things that that, that inspire you tell us about the songs we're, we're, we've been getting a chance to listen to as we get to know you tell us about leaders don't speak man i just i think it's a fantastic song that one is just you know um most of these songs were written after the last election um, and had a, that had a big impact on a lot of it. Yeah. And that's just showing, you know, once again, that I actually do believe in the democratic system, but it also, sh you know, showing that that can also fail us, that just because someone's elected doesn't mean they represent us. You know, the current president, rep he represents significant portion of the population, but there's a lot of people who aren't represented by him. So yes. 
that's kind of a flaw with democracy there. Yeah, he he definitely represents the TV watching populace to say the least. Yeah. Tell us about Get Out of the City. Well, that one that's kind of my uh my personal take on stuff cuz I moved away from a large city Oh gosh, uh, 16, 17 years ago, moved out to the country, and I'm a huge fan of living out in the middle of nowhere. I like the city in short doses, like I go up to Portland to play with the band and stuff, but I live in a pretty isolated spot. Really like it for a lot of reasons, uh, social, political reasons, not just because it's a nice place. Um, yeah. Just cities, city, you know, there's a, it's a common theme in uh, dystopian film and literature. You yeah. know, cities are always where the worst shit happens in the future. So uh, I, I had that thought, you know, 20 or so years ago, and I was like, hey, let's get out of here. And we did, and it's been pretty good ever since. So Definitely. I, and, and I definitely can relate to that. You know, I, I mean, we live here, fuck, Dustin, we live in the Megaopolis, the Ogden, Salt Lake City, Provo, Megaopolis. I mean, it's all right. fucking cement, right? And right. yeah. Uh, and and I've lived in very rural areas. I, I actually grew up in, the, in the, where the Sequoia National Park is. There's a oh, wow. little town just before Sequoia National Park in California. That's, uh-huh. that's where I grew up. So I went from, you know, our graduating class in eighth grade was 13 kids, and it was the biggest class ever. Wow. You know, and yeah. so to go from that to Salt Lake City, you're just it, – it it kind of wears you out, doesn't it? Just that, that vibe of the city just constantly tearing at you. Yeah, yeah. Like I lived down in the Bay Area for a couple of years, and that was super intense. Oh, yeah. You know, and then, uh, then moved to Portland, and Portland's relatively – easy as far as big cities go although it's gotten crazier now they have pretty much like la style traffic that yeah kind of thing. i mean I, I think the last time i was in portland was like fucking oh three maybe oh four uh-huh. and and i was really impressed with portland i thought hey man it's kind of you know big it's got the big city but you know it's still kind of a little bit more relaxed but yeah man driving through oregon dude the, the moving wall there holy shit it's oh god i hate i hate driving there right Tell us uh, about uh, one of the other songs that we're going to be listening to on the podcast is Don't Talk to Me. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty much based on a true story of something that actually happened to me where uh, I was at a Christmas family gathering many years ago. In part of the extended family, there was a couple of, actually, I think they're like stepbrothers to me, but I didn't really know them real well. Uh. And so we're sitting around uh, watching the History Channel, and out of nowhere, uh, one of these guys goes, Everybody knows we were on the wrong side in World War II. Oh, no. And then uh, somebody kind of shushed him. And then it, and then it got weirder because later that day, his brother actually gave him a copy of Mein Kampf, you know, Adolf Hitler's manifesto oh, yeah. Yeah. as a Christmas present. And these were guys that up till then were totally normal, you know, preppy, normal looking guys. I had no idea. And I was just blown away. I didn't even know what to say by the, by what happened there. And so in the future after that, I was just like, you know, I'm not going to talk to these guys anymore. They're just definitely no not the kind of relatives I want to hang out with. How, yeah. How, how could somebody have the gall to do that? I mean, it, it, it seems just so uncouth that it's, it's like unreal, right? Oh, it was bizarre. And this was, this was when I lived in the South, but our family was, not you know racist or redneck or anything like that right. so i was totally caught off guard when that happened totally caught off guard i had a friend over a few weeks ago we were watching a football game and he brought his nephew and his nephew was just like just started spewing some like racist shit and i was kind of like just looked over at, at his, his friend of ours mine and dustin's i looked over at him and i was like what the like and he looks over and he goes you know, nobody talks like that in this house. And I was like, I, I got to fucking wash the walls, man. Right. It was, it's so uncomfortable because you're like, 
fuck, people really do think that way still. And it's just so foreign to those of us that don't buy into that rhetoric. Right. Well, that was a good way to deal with it, too, by saying something like that. And that's kind of a part of what that song is about is, you know, the, right now there's a lot of division and a lot of confrontation. And, you know, part of what I was saying is that you don't necessarily have to have a confrontation. Just make it clear that you don't want to be yeah, around that person yeah. and what they're doing. You don't have to argue with them or get in a fight or make other people feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Just, yeah, just don't talk to me, and I'm not going to talk to you, and we'll go our separate ways and believe what you think or whatever. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I noticed on your Bandcamp page uh, a couple people have left comments that their favorite track was Tamir Rice. We're not playing that one specifically on this episode, but tell me about it. Obviously, people are interested, and that's a favorite track of some. Yeah, well, that was, you know, there's been this onslaught of uh, unjust shootings, you know, getting exposed on social media in the last three, four, or five years. You know, seemingly just like a wave of them. And that was the one that struck me the most, really, because Tamir Rice wasn't a criminal. He had no record. He wasn't wanted for anything. He wasn't running from the police. Some of the other things that people have tried to use as justifications in some of these other cases, like this one, to me, was cut and dried. He was doing nothing wrong. And if somebody called the cops because he was black. And if you watch the video of the incident, the cops drove up to him, jumped out of their car and literally shot him before he even had the chance to react or even realize what was happening. They just dropped him. And it just seemed to me like it's hard to, you know, pick and choose which one's the most unjust but i really thought that was hands down one of the worst ones and there's a you know there's a tradition in in oi music of of songs about people that have been treated unjustly like what am i thinking of little towers i can't remember who did that song there's a lot of old english oi songs where they talk about someone who'd been imprisoned unjustly or something yes it's kind of in in that tradition of using this kind of music to like sing about somebody who was treated unjustly which isn't super common in a lot of other genres of punk for whatever reason. And just, I mean, the fact that it, for me, it had less to do with the jumping out and shooting. Like, okay, fine. You thought that it was something else. It was the fact that they did it and then they didn't give him first aid. And, oh, right, and right, right. For me, that that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I could see fucking up. Uh, you know, I was a soldier for, you know, in the army. I could I, I've seen guys fuck up. It happens. Heat of the moment. Something else on your mind. You, you know what I mean. You, you fuck yeah. up. But mm-hmm. once you fuck up, do something now. Right. Right. Fix it. Make it right. Fucking give this kid CPR. Give this kid first aid. Two guys show. Two cops show up later, and they're like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" And they started fucking giving first aid right. to this kid. Right. And and it's and it's just that to me that's the issue you know the biggest part of it at least as as I see it because it's just so goddamn frustrating don't just fucking stand there like you know what I mean god damn yeah it's so frustrating yeah and another another thing of that I just remembered is that I remember at the time uh, looking at a news story online about it and then looking at the comments which is always a mistake um, <laughs> it is and. And somebody posted a comment saying something to the effect of, well, he shouldn't have been waving around a toy gun. And I thought, well, when I was a kid, I did that all the time. Fuck yeah. My my son, who's around the same age, he does that, but he's white, so nobody's going to call the cops Exactly. On. Oh, it's okay because white kids can do it, but a black kid does. Absolutely. Right. You were so right. dead on with that. Definitely. And, and I mean, you know, I work in the schools. I see that shit, that institutional racism, right, where... Uh, you know, a white kid does something that a black kid does, and it's acceptable. Right. Uh, but a black kid does something a white kid does, and it's not. It's just, it's fucking sad. Yeah. 
All right, I, I don't know a good transition from yeah, this. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we just we just fucking went really dark, really right? quick, didn't we? Good job, uh, Dustin. Way to fucking bring up. I've that got song. a couple, a couple more for you, <laughs> but okay. uh, we've we've been talking about about right side of history. So, what's in store for Deathridge Boys? Are you guys working oh, on something? Yeah. yeah, we're actually recording this weekend. Excellent. And gonna be putting out a single, or maybe even two singles, as soon as that recording is done and it's all ready to go. Where are we gonna be able to find all that at? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. We've gotten interest from a couple of labels, so I'm not 100% sure who's putting it out. Good luck on that. Yeah, but we, I know one of them for sure said, you know, as soon as you got a recording done, give it to us and we'll put it out. So. Well, cool. Keep us You guys keep put out great music, yeah, so it's I'm... not surprising. Uh, we really like it. It's right up my alley. It's really my style. Chris likes this as well. Last question I have is Death Ridge Boys. How'd you come up with the name? Well, there's there's a wilderness area. Uh, at the coast, not far from where I live, and I was looking at the uh, USGS map of it once with a friend, and there is a, a spot on there called Death Ridge. <laughs> and he and he said, that would be a good name for a band. He was just joking, of course. And then like 10 or so years later, I'm like, yeah, Death Ridge Boys, why not? Uh, That's cool, man. That's... Yeah, and it's not really meant to be a pun on the other band that comes to mind. It Oak was Ridge more Boys. like I thought, <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought... It makes me think of like, you know, like a gang of angry hillbillies or something, you know. <laughs> so I thought it kind of went with the music pretty well. Well, too, it definitely so. goes with you. Originally from Tennessee, uh, it definitely goes with that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Will, thank you again so much for joining us on the podcast. Very interested in your band and your message. Uh, the Death Ridge Boys, looking forward to some great stuff in the future. You got to let us know first when uh, something new's coming out, man. Okay, we'll do that. Right on. Uh, Dustin, what are we going to do now? Next up, we're going to play your track, the one you like yeah, the best. Yeah, man, Leaders Don't Speak, great song. Uh, let's take a listen to that. Again, Will, thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you. <laughs>
Yes, Death Ridge Boys, such a good band. Definitely check them out. Go to their Bandcamp page, support that band. Uh, like Will said, they're going to be playing with Savage Beat. A couple shows coming up, uh, I think he said summertime. So good. Savage Beat, great band. Whatever the price of admission is, I'm sure it's going to be a steal to see those bands. Uh, we look forward to the new material those guys put together. We'll definitely play it as soon as we get it. Again, that album, Right Side of History, came out June 16th, 2017. So that was like a year and a half ago. Go check it out. Bunch of other great tracks we didn't even play. Uh, can't say enough. You know, them, Radio Hate, so many cool bands that we come across. Very fortunate to get to do this and, and talk to some of these bands about, you know, making such great art that we're such big fans of. All right, on to some more music. Uh, I picked yet another band from Connecticut. Uh, one of the, We were talking about compilations, and on a compilation from a couple years back, uh, we, but I just picked it up, Drug Shock was on there. Like, oh, wow, this is a cool band, and I'm going to play that track last. It's also on this album. They, they put out the album Strength in Numbers. Uh, just a little bit ago, I said a couple years back, maybe more than a couple years, uh, October 1st, 2014, but Drug Shock put out Strength in Numbers 2014. They were from New Haven, Connecticut. As far as I can tell, I don't think they're playing shows anymore. Maybe that's why some of the guys are in the redactions and so forth. But this track right here is 1976, another great band. Uh, Check out Jug Shock. I goofed up. Uh, this is actually track number two, Burn the Bastards. It's a great track. Uh, the next track, that'll be 1976. Solo, that's just good punk rock and roll right there. Solutions empty 
Drug Shock is a good band. You can go find that album on the Drug Shock Bandcamp page. Uh, lyrics are great. The music sounds great. Uh, two great albums here on this episode. Right Side of History and Strength in Numbers, man. Death, Death Ridge Boys and Drug Shock. Two great bands, two opposite coasts. So good. This is 1976, for sure this time. They compose so well, sound so good, and the lyrics amazing in all of them. I love a message in my music. All right, we're going to play one more from Drug Shock. This is Detained on Arrival.
really good solos in all of these songs. Drug Shock, New Haven, Connecticut, great band. Uh, this track right here I first heard on Oi! Still Fighting, it's a compilation that was put out by Oi! The Boat Records. I believe it came out in 2015. Uh, it's a really good compilation, a lot of good bands. That's where I came across Drug Shock. Uh, here's the rest of Detained on Arrival, which is also on Strength in Numbers. Excellent. That was Drug Shock wrapping up my great cover to cover album. Band from Connecticut. All right. This is a band out of Seattle. We're going to do some guilty pleasures. Chris had been doing some grunge. He hadn't gotten to this band yet. He's done another super group. Uh, it was Temple of the Dog. This is a different super group. It was made up of a bunch of dudes that were in rehab together. Uh, you'll recognize the voice, Lane Staley of Alice in Chains will be singing. This is Mad Season. Uh, the, the band's principal members, because they only came out with one album. It's this album called Above. was released March 7th, 1995. Mike McCready of Pearl Jam. He was the guitarist. The drummer was Barrett Martin of Screaming Trees. And bassist John Baker Saunders. Track three, River of Deceit off of Above. Mad Season's cool band. Kind of a similar sound, but more mellow even than uh, the mellow Alice in Chains songs. Uh, I think Chris would be proud. I think he's, he's got to be a Mad Season fan. He's already played uh, Lane Staley. Hopefully I didn't steal a pick from him, but I was trying to pick something he would pick. River of Deceit, Mad Season, cool band. This is uh, a long track. Uh, sounds great, it's just real mellow, pretty simple, 
man, these guys did well. Uh, the guys in Mad Season tried to, you know, the super group, but it was to help keep each other straight since they all came out of rehab, so they didn't uh, all relapse and all that. So it was, it was a cool project, cool premise. I don't know that it worked entirely for everybody, but, uh, but you know, maybe that's why there was only the one album as well. But, uh, you know, River of the Sea, a lot of other cool tracks off that album. If you're into the Guilty Pleasures that Chris has been picking and the Grunge tracks, uh, you know, that's definitely a cool album to go check out, The Mad Season. Uh, guilty Pleasure for me this week. It's not really as much of a Guilty Pleasure, but they are from New Haven, and this is, it's not punk, but it's a it's metal band. Uh, the band Dead by Wednesday, again, from New Haven. They put out the album Killing Project on October 28, 2008. This is Dead by Wednesday. This is the first track off the album. It's Ponds. the normal guilty pleasures but that's not punk it's a great metal band dead by wednesday from new haven connecticut that's a cool track palms off of the killing project uh so we talked about in the interview on this episode you know it's all rock and roll and then you start drilling it down into its genres like punk and metal and then your sub-genres like street punk and oi and you know, maybe that's my primary, you know, uh, primary selection that I'm going to go to is always going to be Street Punk and Oi, but there's so many other bands that put something out. I, I don't listen to every single thing metal. I'm not that big of a metal fan, but sometimes something cool comes out that I just dig, and Dead by Wednesday Ponds is definitely one of those. Look at everything that's happening This world Deteriorating Look at everything that's happening On the rise Bring it to death Look at everything that's happening Don't stop Definitely some headbanger music Dead by Wednesday, man. What a cool band. Still putting stuff out. I believe I saw that they have a new album coming out. Again, I don't do a metal podcast. I do a punk podcast. And I spend the majority of my time 
listening to the cool punk music I love, discovering new punk music. But occasionally we get to come across something awesome. And again, this came out in 2008. Listen to this a long time ago. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed a little headbanging. That was it. Chris, what do you got? Do the fucking outro.